the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. The phone numbers are wide open where we spent the first hour with Scott Smith, who makes helicopter parts. And we talked about the original equipment manufacturer, commonly referred to as OEM parts, versus what we call aftermarket parts. And the differences in our two industries, him building helicopter parts, that were of exactly like kind and quality of the OEM parts and sometimes even better than the OEM parts and uh, the same in the uh, industry I live in which is the auto repair industry. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by my buddies over at Quality Transmission. At Quality Transmissions they don't have different grades of repair. They have a really good process. They want to take a ride with you. They want you to show them what you're talking about. They want to diagnose the specific cause of your problem. And you're always going to get their best best effort. They're not the cheapest guys in towns, but they do do quality work. And probably 90% of their business is from repeat customers and customer referrals. They're a member of the Automatic Transmission Rebuilders Association. And even though they only have one location, their warranty is nationwide through other members of the ATRA, Automatic Transmission Rebuilders Association. Quality Transmission has been serving the East Valley since 1977. I'm, I'm quite sure that if you give them a try, you'll know uh, that you're happy with them. Let me tell you on a side note of a, 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 a transmission story um, that I got wind of yesterday that I was able to verify yesterday. A gentleman took his uh, vehicle into a transmission shop. They did $1,100 worth of repair. He left and had the same problem. He went back and they refunded him half of his money. Now you can look at that in a couple of different ways and how you choose to look at that is okay with me. This is how I look at it and this is what I actually texted back to him. I said, first you paid $1,100 and you got the same problem back and after the refund you still paid $500 for effectively nothing. So I'm just, um, I'm just not afraid to tell you that there are times the shop should write a check for the entire amount and it's not uncommon for the shop and it's for any kind of business to make you offers in an effort to have this issue go away and have you go away and keep as much money of theirs that you can so I mean that's just the way of life that's just the way it is so protect yourself, pay with a credit card, talk about symptoms, and say to the shop, is this a repair or a fix? Because if it's a repair and a fix, perfect. But if it's a guess, then I want to know whose money we're guessing on. 
and that has everything to do with it. It has a lot to do with that. Claire, good morning to you. How can I help you this morning? And thank you for calling. Oh, hi. Um, I um, bought my daughter a car, and um, and the man, and it was on the computer. And uh, I'm a senior, senior citizen, and uh-huh. I don't know much about cars. But she went over with her husband, and they looked at the car, and it was, looked really good. It was a Mitsubishi Equus. Uh-huh. And it's a five-speed manual, 2.4 liter. Well, it's supposed to have had minor things wrong with it, not major. And so they bought it, and he wrote it, and everything seemed to be fine. And we paid cash for it, uh, $2,300. Now, as they drove the car, it was fine. The next day, they were fixing something because something was leaking, and it was something to do with the water. And he bought a new cap and everything. And then he was fooling around with the car trying to fix it, and uh, the the hose blew up. So it was a a water hose blew up. So then as they're driving the car the next day, the transmission falls out. I mean, it was falling out. So they had to have it taken back to their house. And he took it apart. And they never put any oil in it. They never put anything in it. And all the teeth or whatever it is are all broken. Okay. So he went over to a place, and they said they can buy, give him one for $700. You put, he has to put it in, her husband. Okay. So I wonder, what do you think we should do? Well, it's really too late to do anything because it's that car's all contaminated and your son-in-law has been working on it and all the evidence is gone. All the parts are gone. All the He's thrown stuff away. He's changed things. Um, you could have avoided all of this by spending $100 and having a shop check the car out. The shop would have test-driven the car. The shop would have found many of these problems. The shop would have certainly known that the transmission didn't have any oil in it. There's lots that you could have done to protect yourself, but we're missing those components. But now the car doesn't look like, feel like, sound like, or smell like what it did they sold. Right. And all that evidence. So I would imagine, and I'm not an attorney, so I'm not going to provide legal advice, but of the attorneys I know, they would typically not want to take a case like this because the evidence is gone. Well, so, he still has it. It's just that um, he took it out just to check it. Well, I know, but there's all kinds of things. He's not a certified technician. No, he's and not. And what happens when they say, well, when you took the drive shaft out, show us the cone that we're supposed to use in the tail shaft of that transmission to contain the oil, and you remove the transmission, and, oh, you don't have that cone. Well, then, in that case, how did you capture the oil and... And if you didn't capture the oil, then how do you know that all the oil didn't come out the back of the transmission when you improperly removed it without the cone in the back to contain the oil? That's what it sounds like. So one of the things that, that you might want to do is just cut your losses. Mm-hmm. This this um, I don't think this Mitsubishi, it's an eclipse, I think, is what yeah. you meant to uh-huh. say. Yeah. I don't think, depending on the year, I think you said you paid $2,300 for it. I think it's a two oh oh two. Okay, so it's thirteen years old. Mm-hmm. Um, there's plenty of cars out there for twenty three hundred plus the seven. You're at three thousand plus a little bit more. Um, there would have been other cars out there that I have personally checked out, or shops around me have checked out 
that would have been more appropriate for the kind of money. But what you got tangled up in is, is you could have run a Carfax and found out that this guy bought the car three days ago at the auction. Then you would have known that there's no way he could know about the history of the car. And that's probably what it was. He was disabled, and he said he couldn't drive a five-speed. Well, I want to tell you, uh, Claire, that's that's an everyday thing in my world. Oh, it is. Um, you know, I, I've heard everything. I In the last 12 months, you can use that mic over there. Um, you, in the last 12 months, I've heard, you know, someone say, well, I'm from Pennsylvania, my father died, and I have his car, and I'm just here for a couple of weeks to liquidate his house and stuff, so I don't really have any maintenance records, blah, blah, blah. So you look it up and you go, that's a lie. That car was bought at the auction five days ago. That car's had seven owners. You bought that car just seven days ago. You transferred title to your own name. So it's not your father's car, and your name and your father's name don't appear on any of the other owners, so you're lying about that. So you bought the car, and in an effort to explain why you don't have maintenance records for the car, you're going to blame it on your deceased father. So those are the kinds of things that happen in my world. Whatever you do, mm -hmm. eh, you could put another transmission in it. Um, does the air conditioning blow cold? Um, yes, it does, but okay. they they don't want to use it because they don't have any money. So okay, does 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 uh, if the transmission hadn't have failed, would it have been able to pull a week's worth of use without any major concerns? Do you think? Well, I think it would have if if okay. it, if that didn't happen. All right. Well, then he it, it, you either either you know trade the car in or sell it or do something or you fix it for that seven hundred dollars worth of transmission. Those are the only two choices you have. But how can you sell a car if the transmission's not in it? Um, to be honest with you, there's lots of wrecking yards that would take that 12, 13-year-old car and sell the fenders and the hood and the windshield and the brake rotors and the drums and the tires and the wheels. And while they might give you $1,000 for it or they might give you $500 for it, over a period of the next two or three years, they're likely to double their money. So that that is uh, one of the options that's available to you. Yeah, so I think you're probably right. I don't think we should put the seven hundred dollars in. Um, it's not my favorite car. Mm -hmm. it's um, not. And if you would have called me and told me that we don't have any history on it and you want to pay third twenty three hundred dollars, I'm here to tell you that any car with cold air conditioning that'll go to Tucson and back on a summer day is worth twenty five to thirty five hundred dollars in Arizona. Yeah, well, I don't know if it would have done that. I really don't know. And, and I, I would doubt, based on what you've told me, I doubt it. So, so they should have gone to Carfax, you said? Yeah, that's certainly a, a, a money well spent because it gives you the history of the car, plus it will verify the mileage of the car for you in some to some degree. Um, Carfax is monitoring all the maintenance records of shops around the world. So as your car goes in and out, the VIN number says that this is the mileage. So all of a sudden, if you see the Carfax and the mileage starts at zero and gets up to about 170, then all of a sudden, at the next time it goes in for an oil change, it's got only 70,000 miles on it. It clearly tells you someone's changed the odometer. Yeah, because it had more than that. It had like 100 and something. Yeah, so maybe cut your losses and maybe uh, and go from there. Okay? okay. All right. Listen, thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome, Claire. Good luck to you. Thank you. You bye bet bye. you. Greg, good morning to you. What can I do for you? Uh, good morning, uh, Mark. Uh, 210 Fusion, 65 on the clock. I went out to get out of the car, the little toggle switch, unlock, lock. I unlocked it, opened up the door uh, to get out of the driver's side door, and it got stuck. I, the, the actual door handle would not move. Um, I rolled down the window. I'm able to get 
the door handle on the outside, I can open up the door. But when you hit the unlock, un, uh, the lock unlock button, uh, the little paddle on top of the door handle moves, but it goes back to its middle position. It doesn't lock or it doesn't unlock. All the other locks work fine. Okay. It sounds like either the linkages that come apart inside the door and okay. the, the linkage that goes from the lock activator to the latch or the lock activator's not working. But one way or another, um, the door panel's going to have to come off when, to see what's going I, on. When I do press the, um, you know, the toggle switch to lock or unlock, it moves, but it goes back to its in-between position. It neither locks or unlocks. Like now, I said, I you have to take the door right. panel off to see why. Right. No, I understand yeah. that. Yeah. I did kind of prematurely, when I when I hit the unlock uh, position, I did maybe make a little quick move to open up the door, and that's what the problem. That's where the problem happened. Okay. Well, it, I I wouldn't suggest that you dwell on that because that's no. not going to help you fix it. Once you find out what happened, if you get inside the door and there's a little plastic clip that's broken and um, it's an eye clip that takes a bent rod and connects it to itself and you find that's broken, then you say, okay, well, that's probably what I did. It doesn't really change anything, but I would strongly mm -hmm. suggest that you not focus on the fact that you simultaneously did this at the same time you did that because that's right. not going to really make any difference. What really makes a difference is, is why aren't we locking the door or unlocking the door and the answer is inside the door. Yeah, just the driver's side door, correct. Yeah, yeah, just the driver's side door. So that's it. You just have to pull the door panel off and look inside there. And if worse comes to worst, here's the good news. Pull the passenger door off. They work exactly alike, and you can see what it's supposed to look like on the passenger side. And you go, oh, there's a rod missing between here and here. Oh, look down there. It's down there in the bottom of the door. Oh, there's a broken clip. Oh, that's what the clip looks like over on the passenger door. Boom, you're done. So that's as easy as it is. This is not hard. It's time-consuming, but it's not hard. Got to take a break. Thank you very much for calling, Greg. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. You're welcome to call. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Mark Walters, host of Armed American Radio. As freedom-loving Americans, I don't have to remind you that our Second Amendment rights are under withering attack. With the help of the mainstream media, the Obama administration is demonizing you. For the truth about your right to keep and bear arms, make sure to tune in to me, Mark Walters, on Armed American Radio, heard right here every week. Armed American Radio, every Sunday from 10 to midnight, on your home for intelligent talk, 960 The Patriot. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC-certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. 
Have you ever noticed that every time the subject of immigration comes up, the conversation just never seems to go anywhere? Our border remains porous, and we want a fence. But a fence, we're told from the people who live in gated communities, just won't work. And so the issue dies, and in a nutshell, nothing changes. Hey, this is Mike Gallagher. Most of you are familiar with my friend Ann Coulter and her no-holds-barred approach to the issues and challenges facing the country we all love. Well, she's at it again. And in Adios America, Anne is at her provocative best, trying to stop the left from turning our country into a third world hellhole. But she's providing our nation the provocative conversation we need to have. And we need to have it now. Grab a copy of Anne's book and let's start that conversation today. Adios America, the left's plan to turn our country into a third world hellhole. From Ann Coulter is out now from Regnery Publishing and available at Amazon.com. Barnes and Noble, and bookstores everywhere. I wish I was in school. I wish I was in school. I wish I was in school. Summer isn't fun when you're hungry. If only I had a big test today. Or a book report to give. Give me a math quiz. Give me some homework. If your child relies on free school lunches, we can help provide them with free meals this summer. I'll stay after class. I'll clean the chalkboard. I'll keep my desk grill clean. So they can stop worrying about food and start focusing on fun. I'll do extra homework. I'll clean the class pet's cage. I'll skip recess. I wish I was in school. I wish I was in school. School might end, but free lunches don't have to. Find your local Feeding America food bank for help. Together, we're Feeding America. Contact St. Mary's Food Bank Alliance at 602-242-FOOD. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 9 to 11 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. Become a fan of 960 The Patriot on Facebook or follow us on Twitter today. Just go to 960thepatriot.com for more information. The Patriot. We welcome back, everybody. 22 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. The lines are wide open, 602-508-0960. Howard's on the line, and I'm going to get to you, Howard, in about 30 seconds. But I want to tell you about IMM Auto Service first. IMM Auto Service in Northeast Tempe has been around since 1972. And the reason I tell you this is, is because there's lots of shops that open up and close down every year and it's because they don't know anything about business or they're not good technicians or they're ripping people off or they're bad business people or their financing runs out or whatever and of course when they blow away in the middle of the night your warranty on your parts in your car goes with them so when someone's been in business like IMM Auto Service since 1972 it's typically true that they're going to be around a while. They're going to prioritize your work. They're going to offer you a to-the-penny estimate, including tax. They're going to perform only the authorized work you give them credit for and that you say you're going to pay for. They're going to give you a 12-month, 12,000-mile warranty. They have ASC Master Techs, but most important, they specialize in Swedish, Italian, and Asian vehicles. So remember IMM Auto Service if you have a Volvo, Saab, Fiat, or Alfa Romeo. If you have a Volvo, Saab, Fiat, or Alfa Romeo, you need to remember IMM Auto Import. 
and they are good service guys. IMM Auto Service, northeast corner of Tempe, up near the confluence of the 202 and the 101. David Enriquez runs it. He's a good friend of mine, and I'm telling you, it's a good shop. All righty. Well, did you get our guests going? Yeah, gave them a little quick tour and uh, got them out of here. All righty. Let's go to Howard. Howard, good morning. Thank you for holding as long as you did. How can I help you? Yeah, I got a 97 Dodge Ram 1500. Uh, I stopped at a stoplight and it just died on me. Then uh, when I turned, I waited a little while and then I turned it on. Comes on and it just dies again. Okay. Now, so you, it's a gasoline motor, right? 1500? Right. Okay. And, and when you come to a stop and it dies, when you go to start it right back up immediately, Howard, does it just crank and crank and crank but doesn't catch? Yes. Okay. And so then what do you do? You just sit there and wait, and then all of a sudden it's okay? Yeah. And it doesn't go that far. It just goes on, comes on for about two minutes or something like that and dies again. Okay. How many miles are on it? Uh, two, two, 200,000. Okay. Um, does, do you ever see any smoke, black smoke, gray smoke, blue smoke, white smoke? No. Okay. Um, you know, I, I don't know that I can tell you exactly what's wrong with your car, but it could be that the EGR valve is sticking the EGR valve open, and if the EGR valve gets stuck open after 200,000 miles... Um, uh, I just uh, replaced uh, something like that. Uh, it was... Uh, when I go up, um, up, up the hill, uh, on top of uh, Back Canyon City, when uh-huh. I get on top, it starts... Uh, surging yeah and uh the mechanic replaced something like that all right well has if has it ever had a fuel pump i replaced that about two years ago okay because the fuel pump usually dies at 50 60 70 80 miles an hour you the fuel pump usually doesn't cause it to die at idle i'm trying to think of what causes it to die at idle and the answer is is the crankshaft sensor or the egr valve or you've got uh, dirty throttle blades, or something like that. Um, I, I, I think that the, the oil light's coming on. Um, does the oil light come on before it dies, or when it dies? Uh, after it dies. Okay, well that's okay, because the oil light's going to come on, because the oil pressure's going to go to zero when the engine dies. So we expect the oil light will come on, so that's not going to help me fix the car. Okay. Uh, they thought it was a... Uh, some friend gave me advice that was a plugged-up calcitic converter, and I, I took that out, but still still doing the same well, thing. Well, that was a bad decision because the catalytic converter causes problems at high speeds, not at idle. And the catalytic converter won't keep the car from running. It'll keep the car from moving, but it won't keep the car from running. So well, you you might as well put the cat back on it before you get caught with no cat. But that, Howard, I, I, I mean, I, there has to be some work done. What part of town do you live in? I'm in uh, around 3rd uh, Third, Third Indian School Avenue. Okay. At 38th Indian School is Larry Harker's auto, and he could diagnose that car for probably $100. He could tell you exactly. And depending on if it needs to be cleaned or adjusted, he'd probably fix it for $25, $35, $45 more. I can't tell you how much he's going to charge you, but the diagnostic portion is going to be between $75 and $125 to find the exact problem. The coat, uh, the coat that comes on that's built into the uh, system when you play with the switch, the ignition switch, and 
Yeah. Because we have a coat. Yes. And uh, it says uh, ignition coil number five, primary circuit malfunction. Okay. Well, what it's saying is, is I'm losing the signal, the power supply to ignition coil number five, but you have other ignition coils. So if oh. you have a V8, you have eight of them. Yes. So we're not going to we're not going to be able to 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 not start the car and not run the car through an intersection with just one coil bad. I mean that's only one cylinder. We got seven other ones. Oh yeah. So the code doesn't tell you how to fix the car. The code tells you where the problem is at. It tells you what state the problem's at. So it's saying I've got a problem in the primary ignition side of this circuit, and I think it's coil number five. Well, if, if you want to, take coil number five and swap it with coil number six and move them back and forth, clear the code. Then you go drive the car, and if it comes back and now the coil problem has moved from coil five to coil six, then you either have a connection problem or you have a bad coil. But a coil, one coil, is not going to cause that $1,500, that 15, that half-ton ram to not make it through an intersection. It can cause it to die, but it's going to start up on seven cylinders and move on across the, the intersection. Uh. So, well, good luck, Howard. Got to go, but good luck. Good luck. And, and, and again, Larry Harker's Auto, if you live near Indian School and 3rd, 3rd Avenue, I think you said, or 3rd Street. They're at 38th Avenue in Indian School. They're not too far away from you, and Bob is a great diagnostician. He's not going to guess with your money, but he's going to charge you to diagnose it. I know that. All righty. Alan. Yes. Anything new in your life that you want to tell me about in 30 seconds or less? Uh... How about we do this? Okay. We're going to tell Keith and Joe to stay right there. All right. They're on the lines. We're going to take a break here in about 20 seconds. Okay. And I'm going to tell you that the lines, we've got three lines available. Jeremy's rocking and rolling on the phone line, 602-508-0960. So when we come back, I'm going to tell you about automatic transmission exchange, and then we're going to talk to Keith and Joe and anybody else that's on the line. Again, that number, 602-508-0960. Folks, it's important not to guess when you're repairing your car because in almost every case, you're going to spend more money guessing than a good shop would have charged you to diagnose it. If you want to fix the car yourself, that's an, that's not an unusual request. I want you to diagnose it only, but I want you to guarantee your diagnosis. So if that's the problem, then tell me what the problem is. That's an acceptable conversation. When we come back again, we're going to take care of Keith and Joe. We'll be right back. This is Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. Over the years, we've noticed we get two types of customers. One customer drives into our shop at the first sign of a problem, and the other waits until the vehicle breaks down and has to be towed in. The drivers who bring us their transmissions right away often catch the problem in the early stages while it's still a minor problem. The other customers push their vehicle so the minor problem becomes major. So if you're ignoring the signs that your transmission needs service, won't you stop by Quality Transmission Service today while you have the best chance of getting good news about the repair. The problem won't go away on its own. Find out for yourself why customers love us. Check out our listing on Mark Salem's website, Best Car Repair Shops in Phoenix. At Quality Transmission Service in Tempe, we'd love to make you our customer, but only you can choose which type of customer you'll be. 
parents of future scholars. 960 The Patriot and private schools around the valley have teamed up to offer half-off tuition. Starting this Monday at 9 a.m., you can enroll your child at a top-notch private Christian school for half-off the first year. Smaller class sizes, one-on-one attention, better learning environment, improved grades and attitude. Private Christian education will brighten your child's future, but half-price tuitions won't last long. For a list of Valley Area schools, visit 960thepatriot.com. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Today in school, I learned a lot. In chemistry, I learned that no one likes me. In English, I learned that I'm disgusting. And in physics, I learned that I'm a loser. Today in school, I learned that I'm ugly and useless. And in gym, I learned that I'm pathetic and a joke. In history, I learned that I'm trapped. Today in school, I learned that I have no friends. In English, I learned that I make people sick. And at lunch, I learned that I sit on my own because I smell. In chemistry, I learned that no one likes me. In biology, I learned that I'm fat and stupid. And in math, I learned that I'm trash. The only thing I didn't learn in school today... The only thing I didn't learn today... The only thing I didn't learn... is why no one ever helps. Kids witness bullying every day. They want to help, but they don't know how. Teach them how to stop bullying and be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 9 to 11 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back 34 minutes after the hour at 11 o'clock. Mark Salem and Alan Salem here at your service. I want to tell you about automatic transmission. Automatic Transmission Exchange, we affectionately always refer to Phil and his group as ATE, Automatic Transmission Exchange. They've been in the Valley since 1968. Phil and his staff are transmission diagnostic experts. They're not doing front-end work. They're not doing air conditioning work. They're sticking pretty close to transmissions, transfer cases, and differentials because they are the best when it comes to those kinds of repairs. Automatic Transmission Exchange has gone to the next level in providing excellent customer service because they take a transmission that they rebuilt, which by the way is about one or two out of ten, and they actually put it on a machine that tests the operation of that transmission, which saves them a couple of steps in case it leaks or it doesn't shift right, they can make the adjustment right there. So they've invested a lot of money in state-of-the-art equipment to make certain that your 
your time there is limited and your time there is used efficiently. If you live near Central Phoenix, Automatic Transmission Exchange is located at 40th Street in Washington and they can help you with your transmission repair. They'll talk to you and drive your car for free. It's a good place to go. Keith, good morning, buddy. How can I help you? What I've got is a, a 2000 GMC Savannah 1500 SLE. Got about 105,000 miles on it. Runs really well. I get about 15 to the gallon. Just noticed a slight leak right at the right where the uh, uh, God, my mind just went blank. Drive shaft comes into the back of the transmission. Okay. I've got about I guess to say maybe two ounces of oil on the ground. I check the fluids. Everything's levels are all good. I'm figuring I'm probably going to have to take it in and get a seal looked at. I drive the vehicle maybe 1,200 miles a year. Okay. It's been driven twice so far this year, and nothing more than about 100 miles at any one time. Is it a four-wheel drive or two-wheel drive? It's a two-wheel. Okay. Everything underneath looks clean. There's no oil up front, leakage anywhere. It's only around the back end where the drive shaft meets the transmission. Okay, well, there's, there's there could be two seals back there. There's a okay. seal at the back of the transmission, and there could be an O-ring deeper in that keeps the oil from running down the splines that okay. slide into the back of the transmission. This really isn't that big of a deal. Yeah. You're going to spend more on beer than, than this repair is going yeah, to cost the part, you. Yeah, the part I looked up online, I'm paying like 20 bucks. But what, what kind of a ballpark am I looking at? I know they're going to have to probably drop the tranny. Probably more. No, they're not going to drop the transmission. No, no. no. All the, all, every, I mean, at the very worst, they might have to pull the extension housing, which is the housing on the very back of the transmission, oh, okay. but that's only four bolts. They're not going to pull the transmission for that. Oh, okay, so that. it's not, okay. So it's oh, not heck huge. no. Um, I, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to cover my butt the best I can and say that that leak's going to be between $100 and $200 oh, or less. Oh, okay, that's better than Now, what, what part of town are you in? Uh, I'm in Central Phoenix. Okay. Um... There's one shop in Phoenix. I already sent them a note. I pulled them off your list. Okay. Okay. Uh, by the way, Larry Harkers. Yeah. I take my car to them for anything else. They do. They are a good place, aren't they? Job. They do an outstanding job. And I have one more annoyance issue that I'd ask you about. I okay. have that automatic aerial antenna. I think the gears in there may have stripped. It won't move. What kind of a hassle is that to replace or fix? Automatic what now? The antenna. Oh, 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 oh. Um, well, actually, most of the time, and you said yours was a 2000, most yeah. of the time we have this little electric motor, and inside the electric motor is some thick fishing line that's that's plastic. And the, and the line is broke. And the line is broken, and we push it up and we push it down, so you just replace the motor and the antenna. It comes as one piece. Okay. It's on the fender. You pull the fender. You have to pull the inner fender liner out to do it. It's not that big of a deal. Um, there's a lot of stereo shops that could do that, and they're okay. not going to charge you the mechanical labor rate, which is one, 120 to 140. Okay. They're going to have a, a, a less labor rate because they're a stereo shop. So I don't know. Just find a stereo shop that's been around a long time. Ask Harker's um, to give yeah. you an estimate for it, and then ask him who he uses. Ask Bob over there who he uses for stereo work, okay. and call them. Yeah, you know, it's one of those. It's, it's the fact that it doesn't go up and down because the motors. I can hear the motor running, but the antenna's not moving. So it's just an annoyance. Well, especially you know when it comes time to wash it. Okay. Well, here's the number one reason those antennas fail. You're not going to believe this: is you hit a bug and you don't clean the bug off the mast, and so when this little motor starts sucking the antenna downward, then it gets to that ugly bug that's rock hard because you baked it in the Arizona sun, and all of a sudden the plastic line breaks, and there you are. So okay. every once in a while, take it, take a, a wet towel, wipe the antenna from the bottom to the top when it's fully extended, mm -hmm. and then take a little silicone and sp spray on your rag and wipe the antenna down, and you'll be 
be in good shape. Chances are you're only going to replace one of those motors in your entire life, so don't worry about it. Okay. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you very much. Have a great day. You bet. Thank you. Joe, can we get your question in real quick? Yes, I've got an 03 Yukon XL1500 four-wheel drive. Okay. And what it's doing is it just recently, in the last week or two, it just shuts off while you're driving, goes to idle. Um, I look down, and I'm going, what's going on? I'm hitting the gas. Nothing's happening. Eventually, I have to stop the vehicle, put it in park. Turn it off. Okay. Let me Cycle ask you some questions real quick because I'm going to hang on to you after the, to the break. Do you have any check engine lights on or any um, reduced power lights on when this is happening? No, my model doesn't have a reduced power light, and it's not throwing any codes. Uh, it has always thrown, um, what do you call it, the uh, knock sensor codes. Okay. But that's been going on for a long time. I've just been waiting to change that manifold. Okay. All right, let me think about this, and you stay there, but one of the things that concerns me is is that you're talking about losing throttle activity here. That's what it sounds like. Your O3 doesn't have a transmitter and a receiver, so it doesn't have throttle by wire. So the question then is, is why, why will we idle, but we, we can't accelerate? And I think it's really going to be a mechanical issue somewhere down the line, but we'll talk about that. We'll be right back right after this. Mike Gallagher sees the truth in every situation. What happened in McKinney, Texas, has led to so much anger. If you watch that video and you don't think that's a police officer out of control, okay, I'm going to disagree with you, but you're not wrong. This is a cop who entered the scene out of control, who was out of control while he was there, and it seems to me it's a pretty obvious conclusion. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekday mornings at 6, right before Dennis Prager at 9, on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Hello, I'm Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. As a kid, I was a Boy Scout, which taught me to live my life by honest principles. Through hard work and dedication to those principles, I earned the rank of Eagle Scout. I started Quality Transmission in 1977 and set out to build the most honest and trusted transmission shop in the area. In 2003, Quality Transmission was given the first Business Ethics Award from the local Better Business Bureau, and was presented to me by Steve Forbes of Forbes Magazine. No other transmission shop in the state has earned this award. Quality Transmission is also a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix, and we are one of only two transmission shops in the Valley that are AAA-approved auto repair facilities. I ran Quality Transmission using the principles I learned as a Boy Scout, which means that you can trust us to tell it like it is, when you bring your car or truck to Quality Transmission in Tempe. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday, historian Dr. Steve Carroll returns with his essential Dateline Middle East news analysis and commentary. Learn about the essential news from the Middle East. Dr. Carroll's presentation is not to be missed. Please spread the word about this very important show. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a free cursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. 
If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Hi, I'm LeVar Burton, and I'm proud to be a book person. Every child deserves to have access to books because children who grow up with books invariably do better in life than children who do not. How do I choose a book? Is it the cover? Uh, yeah, some, I guess, you know, it's sometimes it's the cover, sometimes it's the title. I guess I'm pretty visual, so it's a combination of those two. The first book I remember was Captain's Courageous. When I finished that book, I had become so involved with these characters. So here's the thing. If a book's really, really impressing me and the writing is really, really good, I will peek and see what the last paragraph is. Because the ends, the endings of books, if it's really, really well done, that ending, that last thought should rock you. I am a book person. And if you're a book person, too, read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.org because reading is fundamental. A public service announcement brought to you by Reading is Fundamental, Library of Congress, and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 44 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Mark Salem, Alan Salem here at your service. And let me tell you about um, Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing has been in Mesa, serving Mesa citizens since 1970. They're the only shop in Mesa that's, that's applied and passed the muster for to be on our best car repair shops list. I'm real proud of Thompson's Auto Repair. He's a good guy. They know the difference between right and wrong. They have towing in Mesa for $35, from anywhere to anywhere, up to five miles in Mesa for $35. Plus, if you spend $150 on a repair or more and you get towed to Thompson's, he'll take care of the tow as long as the $150 is in tires or batteries, which because there's no market, no markup in, in the tires and batteries. You make very little money when you sell tires and batteries. So that's it. You can explain I can explain that. But Thompson's Auto Repair has been in Mesa. They're on on Apache Boulevard or Main Street just east of Stapley. They're centrally located. They've been around a very long time. So if your vehicle is due for service or if you want somebody to talk to about a particular problem, may I suggest you stop by Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing on Main Street just east of Stapley is the easiest way to give you directions. Okay, let's go back to Joe. Joe, yes. you're driving down the road. Uh, your foot's on the throttle. Let's say you're doing 45 miles an hour. All of a sudden, all, the next thing you know, the car goes to an idle. You have no throttle activity. You coast to the side of the road. The car's still running. Is that the scenario? That is the scenario. Okay. Then I would probably put a scanner on that, and I, I think you're losing throttle position sensor signal. How often does it do it real quick? Okay, it started just two weeks ago. It started up high altitude, so I thought it was something to do with altitude. It was up by Holly Lake and Greenspeak, you know. And uh, I know, but how many so times has it done in the last two weeks? There, and then when I drove home on uh, Sunday going back to the valley, it happened on, we drove about three hours, not even three, two, two and a half. It, it stopped at 48th Street and Shea. Had to pull over. Okay, stop, stop, up. stop, stop. When, when it stops, what do you do? Do you shut it off, and then when you turn it back on, everything's normal? Yeah, 
yes. I even tried doing a rolling neutral, you know, like while it's still rolling down the road, try to re turn it off and restart it neutral. Okay. But it never seems to work out, so I have to stop, put it in park, let it cycle its startup, and then fire it okay. up. Somebody's going to have to scan it. Uh, it. Without the absence of codes, I'd sure like to see a throttle position sensor code in there or something yeah, like the that. The very last time it did it, the, uh, the engine light started flashing. You know, you know, like they typically tell you not to yeah. even drive when it flashes, but it didn't even leave a code that time. Okay, that's not true. When the check engine light is flashing, it doesn't say not to drive the car. That's the reason why all that, all those lights are orange and yellow. That means caution. That doesn't mean stop. Okay. Red means stop. So I think you, you're losing throttle position sensor signal. I don't know why. I don't know if your throttle blades are dirty. I don't know if the connector's been eaten by rats. I don't know if the throttle position sensor got wet. I don't know any of that. But if I were the technician charged with that, I'd probably be looking at the TPS value use on the very front side and I'd probably look at the physical condition of the TPS but thank you very much for calling let's move on to Charlie Charlie you're up next how can we help you today thanks for taking the call Mark I really enjoy your program thank you thank you I've got a 95 F250 with the 7.3 turbo diesel okay and about 125,000 miles ago or so you replaced my clutch okay uh, a few days ago, maybe a week ago I got a strange almost grinding noise it sounds like it's coming Right at the clutch area, it's a manual transmission, Okay. two-wheel two drive, Okay. and it, it just happened once for maybe two or three seconds. It's either grinding or kind of a, like it was a gear rattle or something. But How about a chatter? Yeah, okay, chatter, that's a better word. Okay. And that's that sounds like it. It's only done it twice, it, uh, and it doesn't seem to... Anyway, I, I need to know, uh, is, there, okay. is there a throwout bearing there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and I'm thinking that the throwout bearing is chattering. I'm thinking that yeah. the, uh, the the bearing retainer that the throwout bearing slides on might have some grease on it, might have some dust from the clutch, might have some mud, some dirt, whatever. Yeah. There, There's probably a, uh, a boot there in the bell housing that might allow us to stick a pressure washer in that hole and clean that area up. It might allow us to clean that area up and then go ahead and spray some uh, WD-40 on the bearing retainer that the throwout bearing. And if that goes away, then we know that's what it is. Um, okay. This this would typically not necessitate, you know, big dollars to go in there and start looking at it. We need it to get worse so that we can find it. So this isn't anything that's going to cause you. And it's only going to happen and it's only going to chatter when you're using the clutch pedal. Yeah, and, that's, that's exactly right. And when you release the clutch pedal is probably more because the bearing, half of the bearing is spinning when you push the clutch to the floor. The front half is spinning and the back half is stationary. Then the bearing slides backwards. The front comes off the spinning uh, pressure plate. So we have the front half spinning and the back half not. And then it's going to chatter. And then it's going to stop. So it could be a throat bearing, and if that's the case, the good news is it's a two-wheel drive, so the labor to slide the transmission back and put a throat bearing is a whole lot less than four-wheel drive. Thank goodness. <laughs> so so if it is a throat bearing or a bearing retainer, you do them to, as together. The, 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 the parts and the labor are probably, and I'm going to throw a wild number out here, that are probably four to $600, depending on that bearing retainer cost. Okay. So slide the transmission back, replace the bearing retainer, which is the nose of the transmission, put a new throwout bearing on it, slide it back forward, put the drive shaft across member back in it, fill it up with fluid and all that jazz. But that's just a wild guess, a, you know, a W-A-G, as they call it, 
uh, if you yeah, want us to be more precise. But really, wait till it gets worse, okay? Okay, thank right. you so much, sir. You betcha, Charlie. Thank you for calling. Folks, if you have an iPhone or a uh, an Android phone, we have an app that's free at your app store, and it's called the Best Car Repair Shops in Phoenix. It's a nice app to put on your wife's phone or have on your phone. So if you break down in Phoenix, you can find one of our shops in the general vicinity of where you're at. It's location sensitive, and we have mechanical shops, transmission shops, paint and body shops. We have tire shops. We have diesel shops all listed. So all you have to do is go to your app store and look at for best car repair shops in Phoenix. The app is free. I paid for it. It's free to you, and the whole purpose is is to give you some comfort if you get stuck in a strange part of town and you need a repair shop, then my list is easy right there in front of you. That makes a big difference in a comfort zone. I want to tell you also that we're looking for a car wash attendant at Warner and I-10. It's a Saturday and Sunday job. Retired guys are fine. Ladies are fine. It's... um. It's an easy job. We're going to put you on a Zamboni, which is a parking lot sweeper, and you'll sweep up the parking lot a couple of times a day. You'll maintain the car wash area, clean up the area. You'll keep the trash emptied, and we use a quad and a trailer to empty the trash, so we provide you all this automation. If you have to muck the bay drains, we give you a shovel and a forklift and a big thing that you can dump into the dumpster so you don't have to carry the shovels of mud from here to there. You clean the vacuums. You clean up the coin changers and vendors you wipe stuff down you wash company vehicles we hope you're dependable you have initiative and you work well with little supervision so if you're interested then give my daughter andy a call at salem boys auto in tempe we're one mile east of warner and i-10 and we're looking for somebody for part-time work or for somebody retired perhaps our dream would be someone who was a facility maintenance guy that retired from that kind of thing that uh, his wife works weekends and he wants to work weekends too. <laughs> so something like that if you but if you're interested in a job then that's the that's the way to do it. Um Tom, is that who we got next? Tom, good morning to you. How can we help you? Hey Mark. Um yeah, first time caller, long time listener here. I appreciate the show. Thank you. Um I have uh a two thousand six Range Rover and just recently when I park it and don't drive it for a couple of days it uh, it won't start. Okay, let me ask you some questions. When it doesn't start, does it crank? Yeah, it, it sounds like a battery. I can hear it, you know, I mean, just, you know, how it's just whines. Wait a minute. So when you hit the key, it goes, but it doesn't catch. Right. And does the sound of the engine cranking over a normal sound? Not really. Um... When when I throw a charger on it itself, um, you know, for like half a day or even all day, it, it'll start right after that. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. So here's what here's what you want. If you want it, do you have a digital volt ohm meter or some kind of a meter that measures DC voltage? Yes, sir. I do. Good. So what you're going to do is you're going to disconnect the negative cable tonight, and you're going to take the voltage across the two terminals of the battery and it's going to be 12.3 to 13 volts somewhere around there and you're going to just write it on a piece of paper and, and leave it next to the battery now the negative cable is disconnected we need to determine if the battery is discharging itself or if something's discharging it in the Range Rover so by leaving the negative cable off we're going to check the battery itself 
I'm here to tell you that if you check the battery voltage every morning, you're not using the Range Rover, you're going to park it for three or four days. If you check it every morning and the battery voltage never falls below whatever number you have that hopefully is between about 12.5 and 13 volts, then the battery is going to be okay. Now we're going to hook the negative cable up and we're going to check it in the mornings and if the, all of a sudden you go from 13 to 12.8 one 24 hour period then you go from 12.8 to 12.4 in another 24 hour period then we have a draw on the system so we have a light that's stuck on we have a bad diode we have a bad rectifier we have a bad alternator we have a bad ignition key we have a bad trunk solenoid we have a bad window motor lock assembly whatever we got a problem with the draw but you should be able to isolate is the battery the problem or not if you check the voltage and the battery is disconnected from the car and over three days you lose one volt then the battery is defective because it's shorted internally and the three days you park it the battery's voltage drop is below 12 which causes a slow crank and chances are it's not going to start did all that make sense yes sir it does now another question i, I did take it to uh, AutoZone and they, they put a low test and checks the, out the battery but they said everything looked okay at that point. I mean, is that another concern? Well, it's a concern because um, they don't know what they're doing, in Mark Salem's opinion. They don't have the necessary equipment to, 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 to condemn or to, to pass your battery. Um, you have to charge a, a battery that's low on charge before you can test it, but if you test a battery, they all fail if they're not fully charged. If they're substandard charged, if they're below 12 volts, they're all going to fail any test you run them through. That doesn't mean the battery's bad. They don't have the ability to check your diode pattern. They don't know the difference of what the voltage should be from key in your pocket to the motor running at 2,000 RPM. They have they can load your battery, but they don't know what the output of the alternator is. So if the alternator is a 90 amp alternator and we have three diodes, that means each diode is responsible for 30 amps. 30, 30, 30. So if I load your alternator and I know it's a 90 amp alternator and I only get 60 amps out of it, then I know one of the diodes is bad. So I may think 60 amps is okay, but really, your Range Rover is an electronic Christmas tree, and we need 90 amps. Right. So exactly. what you got what you paid for, which was nothing. But if you're going to pay for an electrical systems check at a repair shop, what's ours, $35, $45? Okay, let me turn on your microphone for you. I, I believe it's 45 Yeah. So for $45, charge the battery, test the battery independent of the car, start the battery, check the alternator output at idle. It should be 13.4 to 14.8, maybe as high as 15.5. Then we go from there, and then we check starter draw. Then we check it for shorts and draws. We have inductive amp probes. We're checking to see. We know that 0.3 is about what the computer is going to pull, but if you have 1.5, we know we're going to have to track that down. So you're going to pay for more, but it's going to cost you more. So, but I think you can do it with a digital voltmeter and answer the question, is the battery going down by itself or is it being helped by the car? I've given you the ammunition to do that. Okay? All righty. Thanks, Tom. Thank you very much. I'm on Facebook. If you ever want to contact me there, you can. Mark Salem is my name. And my email address is mark at MarkSalem.com, and obviously our website is MarkSalem.com, and on MarkSalem.com we have FAQs and we have all the list of all the repair shops 
that I personally endorse. These are guys that know what to do. They're going to treat you fairly. They are the best of the best. So until next week, on behalf of Alan and myself, God bless you. Wear your seatbelt. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. And somebody does something nice, say thanks. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.